Welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Jay. I got another special guest in the building. I'm allow him to introduce himself. Yo, yo, it's Gutterball Snoop. All right, Snoop, where you from, bro? Um, shit, I was born in Kankakee, Illinois, but shit, like, I'm the type of motherfucker, like, I'll just claim Illinois as a whole, because shit, I done moved from place to place, from the city to the motherfucking birds. Like I said, I already just mentioned first, I done lived in the country, like, so shit, I claim the whole motherfucking state, honestly, but shit, you call me city, suburban nigga, it don't even matter, but just know I'm the realest motherfucker either way it go. All right, let's, let's start with Kankakee. What was it like growing up out there? Um, Kankakee, man, that shit, that shit a little different. Like, it ain't different because I feel as if Illinois is all the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, Chicago is just, it's everywhere on bro grade. But Kankakee is slower than most places. Like, a lot of shit slowed down. I feel like it's more white people out there because shit, it's the country. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it ain't, it ain't too, it ain't too much of a difference. It's just small as hell for real. Yeah, man. Uh, growing up in, in in such a rural area, I want to say like, did that teach you like patience or something, or even learning? Like, do you got any brothers or sisters? Um, I got a, a bunch of sisters. I only got one brother, but see, my brother like, man, shit so janky. I only knew of this nigga when when I turned like eight years old or some shit. So yeah. all the time I had a brother my whole life, but his ass across the country type shit. So it was it's really only been me. I'm the man of the house on gang. Yeah. So what was it like growing up? With just sisters, bro. Man, Joe, shit. That shit a task in itself. Because you know how females is dealing with a bunch of different emotions. Plus, you know, we come from where we come from. So, shit. Plus, the shit you got going on your damn self. It's, it's a tough battle to juggle a, a bunch of emotions. But, you know, you, you deal with it. Was you that, as you got older, was you that brother like um, like on Bad Boys uh, too? <laughs> like, man. I mean, shit. It was like I kind of was, but then I, I wasn't at the same time. Because... You know, at the end of the day, shit, these motherfuckers older than me, and everybody got their own life, shit. If I try to take on everybody, every fucking battle, I would have been dead a long time ago, shit. I'm blessed to still be here now. Facts. So, at what point did you migrate towards the city? Oh, uh, shit. Kankakee, I didn't really spend too much time out there. I think we moved about, like, when I was fucking four or some shit. So, everything, like, been kind of spotty. Like, all right, I'll be here for a few years, then I'll be here for a few years, then I'll come back. To another spot for a few years, and then shit. Recently, we just like the last place we moved was the Burbs and shit, and that's where we've been for the longest. But you know, shit just been. Uh. I know where I grew up at, and then when I went to like I had family in Mississippi, uh -huh. so I never forget going to Mississippi as a little kid. And at night, it'd be pitch black; you oh, can't bro. see shit, and it always was like a, a switch of pace. You know what I'm saying? And it always scared me when I was a shorty. Because I wasn't used to being around animals and all uh -huh, that type of okay. shit. You feel me? They had farms and shit. I yeah, never forget. Oh, you seeing horses and shit, you know? Bro, bro, I never forget. I went into like the the cow pen or whatever the fuck they called it. And the cows got to mooing. And I'm from the city, so that was my first time ever experiencing uh -huh. a cow, bro. I was scared of shit. <laughs> I'm like, man, get me the fuck up out of here. You feel okay. me? But those are, are, are certain moments in life like you need yeah. a, a change yeah. of scenery and a change of pace just to get a full perspective of life sure. you know what i'm saying like, i ain't gonna lie when when a motherfucker was younger like you said motherfuckers ain't really like understand what was going on but now that i'm older i kind of appreciate that i was place to place to place because like you said it give you a different perspective on shit you know so at what point did you start making music um like Taking it serious or just period? Just, nah, not making music. Let's just say 
when did the music bug hit you? Because I remember when it hit me. Uh, I can't remember exactly what age it was, but it was Harlem World by Mace when okay. that came out, and that was Damn. like my first introduction to music. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to take the first introduction to like music, music for real that I like. Damn, that's a good ass question. I don't know, man, because you know, she growing up like. It wasn't like how it is now. A lot of the shit that we used to hear, it used to be on the radio first. Yeah. Or you would hear it on motherfucking 106 Apart, BT Jam, some shit like that. So yeah. a lot of the shit that a motherfucker was hearing was like the mainstream shit, like Luda, you know what I'm saying, 50 Cent, T.I., all them motherfuckers, Jay-Z, Wayne. But like, as far as the shit that like really grasped me in, shit, Wayne, T.I., um, when I first started listening to Meek Mill, like Meek Mill like really like, he put me in a different mode, shit, and then like further on, Herb on Bro Grave, Nip, you know, got a little people here and there, but shit, as far as the start, like that shit was a little shaky, cause I didn't have like my own selection of music. It was just shit that you would hear when you outside and shit, like Bump J. You know, I keep going down yeah. the list on Bro. So what would if you I if you had to name like your top five, my top not, five, not ever, not ever, just just a top just, five. You know what I'm saying? Okay, just a top five. Well, I'm gonna say top five people that influenced me. Shit, um, Meek, for sure, for sure. Nip, um, bro, um, her, Wayne, of course. Then the fifth, shit. I kind of really want to say Sosa on some shit, because you know what I'm saying? He started a lot of this shit. Oh, my baby. So, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm going to say Sosa on, bro. Now, when, um, when me and Jimmy had you here for the uh, Eel Sound Radio, you was like one of, you was in the in between like one of our first interviews, like low key. Yeah. Now, you say you gave yourself the name Chicago Nipsey. You yeah. feel me? You just said Nipsey inspired you. So, what is like, what touched you about Nipsey Hustle? Um, just, just how genuine he was and how real of a person he was. Like, when you seen Nipsey, you can see that he wasn't no fool motherfucker. He wasn't a nigga that was trying to act like the hardest nigga or nothing like that. He was just really being himself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's really the shit that grabs me. And then at the same time, like, coming with, coming from where he come from and still thinking how he think, it's kind of like how I feel I am. So it's like, yeah, that you know, that shit really hit me in a different way. I know I told my homie, they asked me, like, uh, they asked me if I had, like, any business advice. Mm -hmm. And I told them, like, bro, just wake up and watch a Nipsey Hustle bro, interview. For real, though. You know what I'm saying? And all you got to do is take one thing from that interview, implement it in your life, and just go hard at that shit. You feel me? Because i never forget when he said, instead of looking at the process of having to build a wall, just build a, I mean, just lay a brick every day. Uh -huh. You'll eventually look you up gonna and get you'll that, have wall. that wall. Yeah. And it, it, it hurt me. Like, hey, it's it's rappers die all the time, you feel me? And it don't touch me in no type of way. But when Nipsey died, it was like they took something that the world needed from you us, know? you feel me? For real. Like, he was, he. it's easy to say he was a real nigga, but bro, like, the shit he was putting into the world was yeah. way bigger than that, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, when I say a motherfucker a real nigga, ain't got shit to do with no streets or nothing like that. It's about who you is as an individual and how you coming. And the shit that he was doing, like I say, he was one of them motherfuckers that still cared about the hood, and you could tell he really cared about that shit. He was one of them motherfuckers that... Like I said, I compare him to me, shit. You come to him, you need some shit, huh? You got it, bro, Ooh, type shit. You need some advice? Look, do this, that, and the third. I ain't saying on the motherfucker that made the motherfucker plan in the blueprint, but shit, I followed it, and I could tell you how to follow it, too. He was one of them people, like, one of them people that was really needed. And yeah. shit, to see him take the life from him, that shit be janky, man. It be like, is it really hard in this shit? Is it really any any love in this shit? It make you want to stop doing a lot of shit, but, you know. 
man, shit's so crazy in the world now when you look up. Like, you got mass shootings happening everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm used to people getting shot in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? But now... You seeing people just shooting in crowds and that it like like I say, people get shot in Chicago, but you never seen it as as disrespectful yeah. and brazen as yeah. it is now for just people just randomly shooting in crowds. I can't. But I see like it. cause you know, I, I come I, I come up in that era, so I, I think it's like I don't know, man, like shit. <clears throat> A lot of people still didn't have their parents in their household and shit like that. And in and, and the people that did, like a lot of motherfuckers weren't really parents. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't be ready for shit, and they not teaching their kids the right shit, so they coming out to create disrespectful as fuck. So even if you is a nigga that do got morals or some shit, it's like, how much disrespect can you take? You got to you gotta adapt to your motherfucking surroundings, so shit. You got to right. get on the same playing field then. Get on that same playing field, shit went up from there. Now, you, now I want to ask you, <clears throat> when did you start making music, like, seriously, seriously? Seriously, seriously, um, shit. I say I really started taking this shit serious when Gutter died and my brother had got locked up for a body. But before that shit, I was just playing around with that shit, you know, sports and all that other shit. Once all that shit went sour and then, like I say, my brother got locked up for his body, Gutter died and all that shit, it was like, shit, motherfucker gotta do it. So how did those two moments, like, influence that change? Like, what, what made you say I gotta go do something? Okay, well, I always been a nigga that's, I always had the mind like, all right, I gotta do something, cause like you, like I said, shit, I'm the man of the house. You know what I'm saying? My daddy was there, but you know how that shit go, man. Motherfuckers, that relationship shit, uh, a whole nother situation yeah. on bro Gray. So you know that shit ain't work out. So I was really like the man of the house. So a lot of shit was really on me anyway. So what? Hold on, what was the question again? Before I get to running off too you much said, at the mouth. You said gutter and your okay, brother. Okay, yeah. So so shit, when that shit happened, like. <clears throat> Since I already been feeling like I gotta be the motherfucker to do that, that just gave me even more motivation. Cause at the time, shit, um, my brother got locked up first. So when gutter that, when my brother got locked up, that was like, I don't fuck with a lot of niggas. A lot of niggas been full as hell and people. Period. So shit, when he got locked up, that was like one of my last close homies. It was just three of us for real, for real. Shit, and mm-hmm. once he got locked up, that shit fucked up a lot of shit. So I was always hurt. Behind that because motherfuckers trying to put dirt on his name, all type of goofy shit, trying to say it ain't that. You know how that shit go. Yeah. So, shit, that was reason number one. And like I say, gutter dad shit. Now, my other homie, it was just me and, me and him love. He not he don't really take the rap shit and one in the street shit like I was. So, shit, at the end of the day, it was like, damn, he not really going to do it. So, I kind of put it on my shoulders to do all this shit. Nah. What exact moment was it like, I want to do music, though? Like, how did those two moments push uh, you towards music? Well, shit, I was already doing music before that, but it just made me take it more serious because I wasn't doing shit else before that. Like, after I even during high school, I was in the streets and shit, but after the sports shit went sour for me, it wasn't no option. I was in the streets. But I seen the way that shit was going. Even though I've been playing them bitches, I just jumped back into it at that specific moment. Right. So, shit... I seen what else that what that shit was going. So once I seen that, I you know tried to do the little music shit. And at the time that shit, like I said, I was playing with it, so I wasn't really doing nothing major on Bro Grave. I'm in the streets more than I ain't really worried about no music shit. But once I seen Bro got locked up and got a dad, it was like shit. I mean, you want to keep trying to you know play the streets like this and end up you know. 
So you saw music as your way out. Basically. So, like, what you hoop? Do you play baseball? What I you play do? everything. Baseball, football, basketball. Was that something you had started as a kid? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I know when I was a shorty, my uh, I love basketball. You feel me? I always had a basketball in my hand. I don't know where it came from or nothing. I just always I think that's just how the culture is, bro. That's just something that's, that we grow up doing. I don't know. But it was weird because I didn't have, like, Looking back on life, I didn't have those influences right. around me that right. even brung a basketball, so I don't even know where that shit came from. But I also played baseball, too. Right. And my OG, when we were shorty, she was like, man, I'm putting y'all in summer, um, summer camp. Y'all going to play baseball. I'm like, man, the fuck? I'm like, great. The fuck is you, baseball? You I feel played me? baseball. It was something similar, but it wasn't no summer camp shit. My, my daddy and my mama, they wouldn't let me fucking play organized basketball or football. Because, I don't know, there's some goofy shit. So, shit, one year, my dad just came up with a great idea. Oh, we're going to put you in baseball. <laughs> like, I'm looking like the fuck, man. Oh, my no, baby. Like, who played baseball? You know, <laughs> my whole time, I ended up being good at that shit. And I caught, caught a little liking to it. All right, hold on. Let me move this mic for you. That's how that's the same shit, bro. On game. You know, I was mad as hell. Got, got me training this shit. I'm half-assed. And then I get out there. I'm all, all right. This shit's never sideway. See, I say that shit teach you, even though I still don't got no patience. It teach you patience, though. That's a slow-ass game right there. Now, I, like I was telling you before, I remember when my OG put me and my brother, because I got a twin brother in shot. Uh-huh. She put us in baseball. We instantly rebelled, but we ain't had no say-so, you feel me? We had to do it. And we got good at that shit, bro. We had we we literally had a little dynasty, bro. Like my first year playing baseball, we didn't win no games. No game. Our yeah. coach was a drunk. You feel me? Then we got another coach. Shout out Breeze. He used to um, coach at Hell's Francisca, uh-huh. and man, he came and became our coach, bro. We never lost again, bro. We were so cold that the park district was like, man, we got to take these niggas in and yeah. separate them. You feel me? And see, my shit was like a little bit different. Like I said, I was always an underdog in my life. So the team I joined, motherfuckers thought we was weak as hell. We was getting our ass spanked during the season, for real, for real. We catch a couple good games, but we got to that championship and the playoffs. Got all them niggas about the way on program. Turn up. That's, that's what happened when I went to high school. We was weak as hell my freshman year, but we won a championship, bro. Okay. So all them teams that, bro, we was getting fucked up, bro. 20 run type yeah. shit, you feel yeah. me? So all them teams that did us like that, bro, they had to see us again uh-huh. in the playoffs. And Seeing we was they, totally they different ass niggas, up. bro. Okay. Won that city championship. Shout out to everybody on that team, on my baby. That was a highlight in my life. On them grave. Hey, if y'all remember any of that shit I'm talking about, shout out to all y'all, bro. Oh, my mama and it, Coaches it, and all. It be little moments like that as a kid, you feel me, that you once again you need. Because, yeah. like, for, for me, for the most part, that kept me out the streets. Now, my, my twin brother, like I say, he still navigated towards the streets. Yeah. You feel me? So, I, I can't say what kept me away from it and what drew him to it. And then you say you eventually went to the street. So what what would you say drew you to the street? Um, shit. Growing up, like I, I was, I don't know. People was always weird in my life. I swear to God, I'm not trying to like over exaggerate or nothing like that. But I swear it's really been like that. So with that being said, it was I just it, I was always the motherfucker that was fighting and shit like that. It was just always some hating shit. So even when I was trying to be positive and stay focused, it was always you know. Some shit trying to tug me down, and eventually it tugged me all the way down. And I say, like, the time it did, for real, for real, shit, I ended up eventually getting to high school and shit. 
Um, I gotta say the sports shit was slight way. So shit, once that shit really went sour, everybody tried to like jump on my bumpers or something that one time, like I was a hoe or something. Like niggas really tried to gang up on me on some lame shit. And that's what really it was like shit, is you gonna be yourself or you gonna keep letting motherfuckers think you a hoe? And you know, and here I am today, shit. Man, it's crazy. I had a similar situation like that in high school. Like, I, I wasn't no tough, rah-rah-ass nigga, you feel me? I was always a cool nigga. For sure. But for some reason, motherfuckers always tried me. Like, out of my group, you know? I don't, I never forget it, bro. Out of my group, motherfuckers always just be like, I want to fight him. Like, literally point me out. Like, I real fight life, him. like, me and four number go overbeat a motherfucker on bro grade. But he's so scared of bro, he walk past him, won't say nothing, shivering in this motherfucking boots. See me, oh, I don't want to fight you. Get tough. Damn, where you get all this oh, motherfucking tough guy juice from? She, I'm confused, I'm bro, but. And get they ass beat. You know? <laughs> okay. Go, but see, I ain't going to say I like I just won every battle, but shit, I definitely got more wins than I got L's on bro grade. And I think that's what's, like, growing up, that's, to me, that's what separate, like, what we grow up at in the environment we grow up in compared to where other cultures grow up at. Like, they don't necessarily go through the same trials and tribulations that we go through. Because at one point in life, bro, you're going to have to prove yourself. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't prove yourself, then that's when you start getting bullied and picked on. And look, I feel like I feel like here, well, everywhere you got to prove yourself. But I feel like here you got to prove yourself multiple times. Like, oh, niggas facts. just don't get it through their fucking head. Facts. On bro grade. They going to try and try. They going to keep trying and trying and trying and trying. Like, And that's where... You getting stuck in the streets come from Cause it's like shit What the fuck you gonna do Can't just keep letting shit slide Man and and that's what I'm saying bro We and then Certain situations pull you Into the trap you yeah. feel me and, and certain situations in life That you go through that you may End up in bro it's hard to get out of that Trap cause once again like I say I had a twin brother well, I have a twin, bro. I don't talk about bro, bro in the past since I love, bro. Don't okay. game. Now, now, it's separate. I always play sports, period. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So if, if if it was a Tuesday, you could find me at the park. Wednesday, you could find me at the park. No matter what day, you could find me at the park on the court hooping. You feel me? Now, i never forget we moved to we moved to the Avalon Park area. You uh -huh. feel me? And my brother' best friend was Shorty G's son, so Larry Hoover, right hand. Oh yeah, that was my brother' best friend. You feel yeah. me? So that instantly put us into a life that we wasn't right. Normal. It wasn't normal to us to go somewhere and motherfuckers instantly notice him and it's right. just automatic hate. You know what I'm saying? So, and my brother, he was for all that shit. And yeah. once again, that's my little brother. So whatever he for, I gotta be for. You, you know? know what I'm saying? Win, lose, or draw. So. My brother ended up in a situation where we was like 11 or 12. He caught an armed robbery early, you feel me? And he ended up in the Audi home and all this shit, oh, you feel me? shit on game. So me going through that as a, a big brother, you feel me? It automatically turned the switch in my life. Like, damn, you got to always be there and look out for mm -hmm. your brother, you feel me? Mm -hmm. And that automatically caused tension between me and him, you feel me? Because it's like, nigga... You the same age as me. Who the fuck right. is you telling me some shit? And he rebelled even more. Yeah. So, if I say that to say this, eventually he turned that shit around. You feel me? To be a positive, productive human being. But because at the end of the day, you see, ain't none of that shit about nothing, bro. Like that, that shit, uh, a facade. That streets is dead. Like for real. If you still in this shit and you got an opportunity or some type of chance to get the fuck out or just be easy on shit, do it, bro. 
for real. This shit over with. Man, a lot of people don't get that chance though. You know what I'm saying? Because man, it's it it takes somebody to see some positive and some great yeah. shit in you. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's somebody older or that's one of your homies. You know what I'm saying? At some at some point in life, you gotta surround yourself with people that's gonna tell you like, bro, you fucking up. You know what I'm saying? And that shit ain't it. Yeah. And I feel like a Facts. lot of people don't have them people in their lives, and they just continue that cycle of just fucking up, bro. And see, I'm thankful that I do got a few people in my life like that. I'm just name them, just give them a shout out. My boy T3, my boy Jim Ball, Tony, Young Ice. You know what I'm saying? Shit, on bro Gray, Jay Leo. You know, shit, every time they see a motherfucker, like, drifting off a little bit, getting on my little crazy shit, because they really know me. I get a little crazy sometimes. So whenever they see it, man, they always, nah, bro, we need you, folks. Do this, 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 you know? Oh, okay. God, it take people to, to snatch you out of there. So, you know, I am Damn. thankful to have a few solid people in my corner. Now, you you working on a project that's going to drop soon. Yes, sir, Heart of the Streets. All right, so let's talk about everything that went into making that project. Um, Shit, it was really, like, Kind of spontaneous, but this some shit that been bubbling. Like I said, shit, I, 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 I'm Chicago Nipsey on game. And it ain't just like I claim this shit, phone them done. You know, people tell me shit, so it ain't just some shit. I woke up, oh, I'm this. I'm just throwing this motherfucker on. No, I ain't on that. But so shit, with that being said, I really been sitting on like some shit like this for like a year. But with me doing everything I do, I make so much motherfucking music, it just. No, I felt like it was the perfect time to do it. I ain't dropped shit this year since fucking January, so I'm like, shit, fuck it. I can put some little shit together. So when can we expect this project? Uh, on my birthday, June 20th. So how many tracks you got? 17. Oh, so you got a full yeah, project project. Yeah, yeah for what, sure. What made you say fuck that, that six, seven song EP shit? I was never the type of nigga that that do, like, that do that shit. Like, if you go look at my history, bro, every, every fucking tape is at least... 12, 13, 14 songs, literally. Ain't nothing under. And what can we expect from this project? Uh, I wouldn't really say the same shit, but nothing too different either. Like, I'm still the same motherfucker. So it's like, you know, it's me, shit. If you expecting anything other than me, if you expecting me to flodge, if you expecting me to make up some shit and be lying and all that shit, then I don't know, you, you listening to the wrong man, shit. But you're going to get me 100%. All right, now, this end of the full interview gonna drop after your project drop. So it's okay. gonna drop on the twenty first. Your project drop next Sunday, right? Yeah. Now, for those people that's gonna watch this interview and they they don't know Gutterball Snoop and they don't know what music to check for, like get them a couple songs to go check out to get them excited <coughs> to um, listen to. You. Well, shit, I'm gonna pick out some of the crowd favorites. Um, phone them, phone them, fuck with Hocus Pocus. Uh, can't fall off. Chicago, Nipsey, uh, Don't Regret It, fucking Instagram, Got a Ball AI. Shit, I got a lot of shit. Shorty tweaking with my brother, Young Ice. Man, bro, I could, you know, I could really keep going. <laughs> Do you ever find yourself just like you in a crib or you riding down the street? You like, man, I, I want to listen to some Got a Ball. Hell yeah, I'm broke. Cause like, I don't, I'm the type of motherfucker, I don't really listen to my shit. Unless I'm, I'm making it right there, like, I right, if I go in the studio and make some shit, I'm going to be listening to that shit for, like, the next two days. But after that, I'll make so much music, so it'll be, like, kind of fuck that shit. But I'll be getting like that, like, when phone number be overshowing me love and shit, like I said, I'll get in my moods on some tweaking shit. Then phone man, bro, you got to this and the third, and I'll go listen to my shit. Like, damn, I am, bro. <laughs> so you one of them people that they... <laughs> 
they don't necessarily talk they shit. You feel me? Yeah, you yeah. Know, you know. I'm, I'm pretty much a humble guy, but I ain't gonna lie. I'm finna start talking my shit though because I don't to, get bro. enough love through in this motherfucking. I'm, I'm really that on game. You gotta talk your shit out here, and that's something that that I'm I'm realizing, bro. Because I'm a laid back ass nigga. I don't, like I say, I ain't with the rah rah. You feel me? Yeah, I don't feel like I don't man. feel like I gotta study, throw it in your face for you yeah. to know what it is. Like you see that, what the fuck going on? That's the world we live in now, though. Like motherfuckers gotta be flashy. You gotta be in motherfuckers' face for them to take you serious. So yeah, for sure. It's some shit we gotta do these days. Yeah, you know I'm getting I'm getting around to it, but once again, I ain't no fake motherfucker, so I ain't just gonna be out here acting this shit. I gotta like ease up to it. Like all right, I'm drop my nuts today. Like yeah, you motherfuckers done fucked up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you ain't. You ain't the internet type of Yeah you know what I'm saying I'm actually a reality motherfucker So like even in real life Like shit This shit Motherfucker see me Alright like About a week ago I ran into a motherfucker They see me man bro You always have money You got this going on You doing this You on your way up I'll just be like Damn shit I ain't All I did was Walk in the store Shit you see me (laughs) On some random shit And you just said all this Like I ain't had to brag And nothing like that People know what's going on And that's how I be knowing Like Motherfuckers really be hating Like y'all watching them Bro y'all really fans But y'all just don't want to see it But when they see me They see it Bro that's That's the weirdest shit ever Like you say You you could post on social media These people And never hit like You feel me But your views running up Real like weirdo then, activity And then you see them in person It's like okay. Damn gang You that nigga All this you saying yeah, that because you like, seeing me like you know what I'm saying up. like shit go buy a shirt or something bro you still ain't even <laughs> song a dollar shit go buy your favorite song on the tape I've been saying that shit for damn that three years bro bro I don't think people understand how easy it is to support somebody like, for real me? especially like you say if I'm if I got a single for sale it's a dollar two dollars you feel me think about what you spend two dollars on bro. like for real bro some bullshit fuck it the whole year like I say shit I've been rapping. For real, for real, about three, four years. So shit, out this whole time span, you didn't see no room to spend a dollar on gang. Damn, nice. fool, I ain't even, and I ain't need to, like, once again, I ain't the type of motherfucker to ask nobody to do shit, but when I do bring it up and that shit still don't happen, it's like, damn, what's really to niggas, you know? Some little petty shit. And it be little as hell, but see, look, the difference between me and other niggas, shit like that, how you just said, is little petty shit. Other niggas will look at that and be mad as hell. Fuck niggas, woo-woo, be acting weird and shit, but see... Even though it's kind of is major, shit like that. Hey, man, it is what it is, bro. Shit. You ain't buy You ain't buy You still buy Ovi, though. Shit, Facts. you know? Just, just show love in a different way. Yeah, you for know sure. Because there's game. all types of ways to, to support. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Now, what, what I need from you is clean music, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> clean music. Bro, it'd be so tough. Because like I say, I, I, I do so much fucking music. Like 2020, I dropped. Eight, nine projects, bro. And like I say, they four projects. So shit. To go in the stool, to do all that shit, then have to go, my bad, to double back and, and fucking try to get a clean version. That's down. It should be a lot, bro. You know okay. how this shit go. This, this, but this, it come with it. It come with the territory. Y'all got to get better with it for sure. This the advice I'm going to give you, man. You're going to have to get your own studio. You feel me? That way, once you do... You you cut out on the studio yeah. time, you know what I'm saying, and then when you are paying for studio, it's just to, to right. mix and master your shit. You know what I'm saying? Take your money further, basically. So you get you a studio, <clears throat> and I guarantee that creativity just gonna be out the door. Oh, no, for sure, because you, you can, can do just it do it right time, then and now. You know okay. what I'm saying? And watch yourself grow as an artist. So if you had to go back in time and tell your younger you anything, mm. like, what would you tell yourself? I would have told myself from the jump, like. <clears throat> continue being yourself because at a point in time in my life like i had tried to change who i was and that's when niggas thought shit was sweet and shit you feel me 
trying to like be a goody two shoes and not get kicked out of school and all that shit. But at the end of the day, looking at my life, I'm still the same motherfucker I am today. The shit that I was trying not to become, I was still, I was always that anyway. So it's like, and now look what I'm dealing with. It's the same shit that I was trying to avoid. So it's like, my main advice to myself is to always be yourself. Don't change yourself. On bro grade, like, stand on that business. Do you? You know, I th- I think that's literally one of the, the the most important things in life is just being yourself. Yeah. And, and first off, finding out who you are. Yeah. Because even when we growing up, just think about all the times we was influenced by our friends to do some Real dumb though. shit. Real. Or just to be who we wasn't, you know what I'm saying? And, and deep down inside, we'd be like, man, I don't want to do this you shit. Know? But still do it, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's important for people. And if you that type of person and you, and you out here doing dirty shit, bro, like... You got to be able to look yourself in the mirror and really tell yourself, stop doing that shit, bro. Because at the end of the day, folks, you're going to get behind the walls and get in them rooms with them people. And shit, you might slip up and say, you know, because it wasn't meant for you in the first place. And you knew that. So if you still go through with some shit and whole time you knowing in the back of your head, this is not you. You bogus as hell anyway. Facts. And once again... You can't say nobody else put you in that exactly. position. Exactly. You got to own that shit because you kept doing it. Bro, you kept denying yourself. And motherfuckers don't look at it like that. Like, bro, no matter what somebody led me to do, I did it. You know what I mean? So it's it's crazy how people end up in them situations in the end just turn into a different person. Yeah. Motherfuckers be out here pump faking, acting, playing roles, man. That shit get you fucked up and fucked up position. You end up barbecued somewhere. Nah, we uh we still in a pandemic. It don't really yeah. seem like it seemed like we coming out of this joint at this point. Slight way. So how did the pandemic either hurt your, your music career or yeah. help it? I felt like it hurt me personally, but musically it elevated me because once again, like I took another, I took like three losses last year. She and my brother Wesley died. Only my boy West Coast. She um he died on my sister's birthday. And that shit, like, I don't know. Like I say, personally, it made me stand still, but musically, it just made me go harder. Because once that happened, shit, dropped two tapes in the name of him. Um, I think <clears throat> Fred died, my homie Fred, Mark, because shit, it, motherfuckers might get the name confused. So my homie Mark, he died probably, like, right before the pandemic hit, like, somewhere around now, shit. So <clears throat> as far as when that shit happened, it just, it just made me go harder with shit, on bro. And then, like, just... Seeing how hard it was for my mama and shit. Like, like I say, everything always been on me my whole life. So just when shit get worse and continue to get worse, it just step my grind up. Like once once the odds keep getting stacked against me, I don't know. It just made me go harder. I guess I just feel like that's the type of motherfucker I am. Hey man, they say pressure make down. Yeah, yeah, man. for sure, for sure. Now wrapping up twenty twenty, what be twenty twenty one? You feel me? What would you say are some goals you have beyond this year as personal? Music, whatever. Um, be honest, yeah. Like I said, I just want to k- continue to grow the uh the brand for uh gutter gutter ball gutter squad. I want to continue to grow the brand the uh UOTB UOTB brand with my brothers. You know, um, shit. <clears throat> I want to be here to see my nephews grow up to be men, like real men, and not have to be hurting for shit. I want to see my sister and them in a, in a better position, like really, and. What I see for my life is really being a motherfucker to be able to provide and make all this shit better. You see what I'm saying? And that's really how I, what I see for myself. I don't, I don't really see too much. Nothing, nothing really major, you know? I just want to live comfortable, bro, and, and be able to provide for my people so they don't have to, like, go through some of the same shit I had to deal with and stuff like that. Because 
<clears throat> we still living in the same area, you know. I got hella shorties on bro grade, so it's like shit. They already kind of experiencing some of the shit I went through already. So it's like time ticket for me. So that's yeah. another reason why I go so fucking hard. Cause it's like man, for I'll be damned. I see see little bro and them get into some shit, and I hear a nigga don't slid on him. Somebody not like four. I lose my mind. Now, before we get out of here, tell the people how they can get in tune with you, where they can find the music. Um, everything got a ball, Snoop. Everything got a ball, Snoop. That's Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, whatever you know. All right, now before we get out of here, who you got to win the NBA Finals? God, it's gonna be man. on record too. Damn, damn! I ain't gonna lie, that's tough as hell. Who 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 left? The Bucks, the Nets left. The Suns Six looking house. good. Damn. <laughs> Clippers keep going down though two and two. All right, look, I, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. If if the Hawks get past the Sixers and if the Nets get past the Bucks, I got the Bucks coming up out of there. And I see the Western Conference Finals, the Suns versus the Jazz. I don't know who is, cause I that but that's the matchup one I want to see. But as far as the finals now, that Bron and Curry and Dame going, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I ain't got no call. This shit up in the air. It is. I I got it. Out the west, I got the Clippers, and out the east, I got the Bucks. Even though we see the Nets, they they fully loaded. Yeah, them niggas, man, they down they different. too right now. You feel me? Them niggas different. But we gonna see what happened. Like I say, I got the the Bucks and Clippers. As far Shit. as who winning the championship, I don't know. You feel me? Yeah, I don't know. But if you gonna make me pick, fuck it. Uh, it's either gonna be the Suns or the Jazz. This one roll. Either winning Suns the chip. Yeah. Hey, if if. If Donovan it gotta be Mitchell, one of them young niggas, bro. Bro, if Donovan Mitchell win a championship in Utah, he gotta go down as the greatest Utah Jazz of all nah, time. Nah, for real off though. Off top, for literally real though. off jump. I ain't gonna lie, even the Suns. Fuck it, y'all gotta submit Chris Paul, bro. Facts. Y'all gotta submit that nigga, bro. Chris Paul, point guy, bro. For he real though. And you know what hurt me when when we talking about best players championships get brought up? Yeah, championships don't got nothing to do with oh, being bro. the best. Now, look, I'm glad you just mentioned that because another one of like my main influences was Allen Iverson. So boy, oh, I felt God. that shit my whole life. I'm sitting there arguing with Kobe fans. D-Wade fans. Oh, man. Boy, I, I get just beat had down that for AI, argument about AI. I got this tattoo for AI. Bro. Yesterday, bro. Yesterday, I'm like, man, AI, the greatest nigga oh, ever. He, took the, he took the worst team to the finals. He scored 50 in yes. game one yes. and beat the, the dynasty, Arguably bro. the GOATs. The the Shaq and Kobe. One of the Come best on, bro, NBA stop. teams ever assembled was that Lakers team. Yes. He went into L.A., bro, dropped 50 on their ass. Walked away game one. He ain't had nobody. I don't think nobody else. And that's really what it was. Oh, bro, they locked in on his ass. He was still dropping thirty and shit. But shit, what what else could he do? Man, he had. But Tombo getting his ass punched oh, in his chest. South is like, Come on, bro. You can't even name Eric Snow. These niggas. Come on, bro. Hey, shout out Eric Snow though. Eric Snow was the traditional point guard. Just ah. just create. Just create. That nigga <laughs> Eric Snow was Mo Williams for LeBron. Shit. Oh, I ain't gonna let you disrespect Mo. I fuck with Mo. Cause my but girl, they had no. Help, my girl, she loved LeBron, and she brung up Mo Williams last night. I'm like, Mo Williams wasn't no trash nigga. No, Mo he Williams did what he, he was, was supposed to do. He was decent. Feel me? And that's kind of how Eric Snow was. But Eric Snow was trash, but he still did what he was supposed to do, though. Hey, man. With that <laughs> with that being said, man, we going to have to get up out of here. You feel All me? All right, my boy. I appreciate <laughs> you for you know having me come through and chop it up with you. Hey, man, I appreciate you for sliding through. You feel me once again? Sure, I love. Like, I, I love having conversations that's real, you know what I'm saying? And, and 
you just came through and you chopped it up with me, bro. A lot of people ain't as open. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Some people be just nervous just to, yeah. to be honest and yeah. shit. And I understand that yeah. shit. But at the same time, like, this about growing a culture. Yeah. Growing a fan base and at the same time helping people that may be going through some of the shit. A lot of niggas be lying too, though. Like niggas be trying to like put on a persona, and when they get put on that 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 stage with them cameras on, it's like, damn, I got to sit here and try to make up this shit on the fly. Like, I don't have to sit here and fly, bro. I ain't got to be no fool, nigga. Like I just sat here and told y'all, I done won false, I done lost false, but I won more than I lost. That's a fucking fact. So all you niggas that you feel me, I ain't got to lie about this shit. I'm broke, right? I done got beat on, I done got jumped on, I done jumped niggas, I done beat on niggas, I done got Man. shot at, and all that. Like, ain't nothing to lie about. Most motherfuckers ain't even gonna say they lost a fight ever in life. Yeah. And that shit recorded, nigga. You hear me? What is you lying about? Niggas know we seen you phone them put all types of knots on you. Fuck is you lying? Like, Facts, come on, man. bro. But I respect 100 conversations. And that's sure. the reason I, I created this podcast, just to have real conversations and to once again grow and share stories. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you for sliding Yeah, through, bro, bro. It's all love. Shit, I know it was, it was kind of short this time, but you want to do it another time? You know, we go long with shit. Hey, bro, that's the, the power. That's the power of having your own shit. I do okay. <laughs> you feel me? I have you on this bitch 10 times. You feel me? Bro, Can't bro, nobody great. say hey, shit look, to man, me. I'm always over to it, bro. I got you though. I'm gonna definitely we don't definitely chop it up. You feel say me? Yo, gang, Especially look. after the project drop. You feel For sure. Me? Say I ain't gonna lie, I might surprise you. I ain't gonna say too much, but it might be something else right after that. I don't know. Hey man, you already <laughs> know what a dough is. You feel hey, me? You for already sure. know how for we sure. rocking behind less, them other doors. You feel me? Locked in. I appreciate you for sliding through, bro. Love my boy. All right, this has been another episode of Conversations with Jay.